Okay, so you're telling me you've gone this long <laughs> without ever hearing Dr. Fauci's voice? Yeah. Listen, I don't watch the news. I don't seek out this man's <laughs> Like, advice. if you see him come up on your Instagram, do you just, like, quickly scroll? Yeah. I feel like I, he, I always hear him, like, in reels or stuff. Like, well, I mean, that's how I imagine he talks. I imagine he's like, not the jab. I'm a doctor. Like, that's like just Donald Duck. <laughs> yeah, always that. <laughs> that reminds me, like, I'm always astonished when I, um, this happens, like, probably once a week. I'll talk to someone on Zoom, like a client or something, and they're like, oh, sorry, I've never used Zoom before. And I'm like, um, I like, I just want to start off with congratulations yeah, because you right. made it this far. Wow. Without, I know, oh, right? My. Right. Um, That's yeah, the I feel 1% like there's, there's going to be like all of these, um, all of these like <laughs> diagnosable mental illnesses in the future. That's like that feeling that you get when you're on a zoom call and your screen fr- freezes and no one else knows that like you can't be seen or heard and you're, you're just like kicked off the call and it's just like this sinking feeling. <laughs> right. The PTSD of like saying something out loud and not realizing you weren't muted. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I cannot stand, oh my gosh, all the like mugs and things that are like, you're on mute. <laughs> like, it's like this fun, jokey little thing now. Oh my gosh. Why is this in our collective consciousness? It's so, and then like the, just the beginning of like, I start every Zoom now and I hate myself for it. I'm like, can you see and hear me okay? <laughs> the script. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? I have to, like, it's like a way of establishing, it's like eye contact or like in person you like shake someone's hand, but instead on freaking Zoom, you have to be like, how's my connection? Like, why are we being groomed to have that be like our collective greeting? Like, how's your connection to the Wi-Fi, (laughs) to the 5G? (laughs) Welcome to the fifth element. A podcast for people seeking intimate connection with their innermost self through holistic healing, cosmic consciousness, and radical rebirth. We hope each episode is an opportunity for listeners to join the collective journey towards intuition and integration. Well, welcome back, everyone. Well, it's been a it's been a quite a few. Uh... It's been quite, quite the, has it been two years or three years? What do you mean? Since the panty. Oh, I thought you meant since like we, since Since we talked. (laughs) (laughs) We went to Italy Uh, and uh, entered like a a time, like a time war. Yeah. Yeah. uh, 2020. So we're coming up on two full years in like, February, March, hmm. I think. It's funny because like people are still getting sick and people seem to be surprised that people are still getting sick as if people haven't been getting sick since the beginning of time over right. and over what again. Even, what even is sick? Well, that's the thing. I <laughs> <laughs> gathered you all here today is to throw out some scandalous claims. We're just going to talk about words, definitions. Let's talk about thought. Let's talk about speech. Let's talk about logic, philosophy, thinking, intuition. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And yeah, what is sick anyway? <laughs> We've entered the metaverse. <laughs> All symptoms are now. What on. is maybe um we can do this now or later, but um on several of my social media platforms, I have posed a very poignant question. Mm-hmm. Which is in it's asked in true earnest. I said, what makes a person healthy? Yeah. That's all I said. No other context other than that. Because I think so much of what is going on in today's world, today's country. I feel like we can say, we can say words, right? Because like, we're not going to get censored because it's like podcasts, right? Yeah. I feel like on Instagram, I like can't say certain words because it like fails to upload. Yeah. We might get censored on YouTube. I've seen a couple. Okay. Whatever. Podcasts get censored there, but um, we're going to use words. <laughs> Open throat chakras for all. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think a lot of the disconnect for people on both sides of like the vaccine arguments or whatever, like COVID people who are on the like polar ends of, you know, whatever vax, anti-vax, and then all the other people in between. It's like, it boils down to, it's like not even really about the vaccine. It's a matter of like, what do you think makes a person healthy? You know, so like, there's no point in me arguing with someone over the, you know, over whether or not to get a vaccine. If I believe, if, if all of my faith in my health and my capacity to be healthy in the face of the coronavirus pandemic lies in me getting a vaccine. Right. Then like, there's no point in someone who doesn't believe that vaccines can do that. Having that conversation. Two different planets. Yeah. Absolutely. You'll never get there. I mean, it's, you know, um, I made this connection before of like, you know, it's like in the, the pro-life pro-choice, like abortion argument, you know, if, if you and I disagree about when life begins, like we're never going to reach a conclusion about whether or not abortion is an okay thing to occur because uh-huh. like we're both agreeing that like killing people is wrong. So it's a matter of like how you view what abortion represents and also when you think life begins. Yeah. There's no point in having that conversation. We're not going to reach a common ground. I think it's been very illuminating to see how, to me, it's actually um, been very validating to learn how in their own experience everybody is because it's like, Mm -hmm. yes, the fact that you are so in your own experience should actually give you understanding as to why I am in my own experience. And I think back to like our first episode or first couple episodes back like in April, 2020, when we were like coming out and being like, Hey, I'm like not really scared. And it was Mm -hmm. like, it wasn't like we just woke up and decided that for me, it was like, eight years in the making, like same to you of like deconditioning and having personal experiences. And like the fact that one of my big, whatever, everyone always like calls me selfish, which is just funny considering like who I am. But, um, I think it's actually very selfish to assume that everybody has the same exact life experiences and thoughts and perspectives that led them to make a decision like instead of understanding why people come to the decisions that they make. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But that's why the marketing campaign is so genius because the marketing campaign is predicated on it only works for me if you get it too. And I say marketing campaign and not science because 
check my CDC highlight on my Instagram for when I try <laughs> to peruse the website. I, I can't. So I'm not even getting into that, but. And like, um, what is science? Well, that's the thing. And we've discussed this before. I yeah, think my our, quote was yeah. science is just men putting definitions to things that women, women already intuitively knew. knew. Yeah. Yeah. I just listened to, I really listened to that germ theory versus terrain theory episode from last season, which is also how we began last season with the hot health takes. But um, yeah, I mean, science is just theories that are right. constantly being like reevaluated or like quote proven and disproven, you know, like it's just like a collection of lived experiences that are evaluated and information is gleaned from them and right. like given to the public, right? So it's always a recommendation. When you see a doctor, that's a consultation with someone who knows, who has studied the human body or studied diagnoses and like diseases and things. What even like- is the human body? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's truly like a consultation. You can take that information with a grain of salt and like move right. forward. Another interesting thing, I mean, there's so many interesting things that have been happening, I feel like, actually towards the tail end of the pandemic, if we're coming to a tail end, I don't know, but more so now than before, because I feel like we got our footing, I'm very, like, uh, aware of my life choices and everything, like, I've, it's, it's been made very clear, the people that think I'm a murderer, whatever, um, the lengths people will go to stay in their own to confirm their own bias the lengths people will go to have their own thoughts proved to them and I think like god forbid me if I'm about to sound like Joe Rogan which we were just talking off air like I've never listened to him I'm we're pretty we really pride ourselves on never having listened to Joe Rogan (laughs) I feel like this is what people say about Joe Rogan so like here I am, but I pride myself on like listening, like questioning everything. Mm -hmm. And I've always been like that ever since I was a kid. And like, that's why I am the way that I am. And I think people are very thrown off when all of a sudden I'm questioning that something that no one else is. And it's like, it's like, oh no, but don't go that far. Like you can question this, this, and this, but don't question like the untouchable, um, like quote unquote, I don't even want to say science, just like the untouchable things that we're not supposed to question right now. And like the, the lengths that people will go to justify why not to do that. Yeah. I mean, even like for so long, I was seeing like all the posts that were like, stop doing your own research. Mm-hmm. And it was like, since when? Right. Since when have I been told not to think critically? Since when have I, has it been discouraged to not like want to understand better something that is life altering? And yeah. if this is really as high stakes as everyone believes this virus to be, you know, like if it is as high stakes as you think, like, wouldn't you want to be absolutely sure that the decisions you're making are the correct decisions for you? If this right. is truly like long haul, long term, like forever? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to take this way more. I think we're taking this way more seriously and consciously than everybody else who's just like abiding by the mandates. Right. You know? 
Yeah, it's a hot take. Following everything blindly is not like conscious participation in community. And that's another like argument that we get all the time is like people calling us like saying that we're like not being thoughtful of the of the collective, of the community. Like we owe it to everyone to like haven't heard that before. A woman owes her body to the greater collective. Huh. Uh, Sounds familiar. Sounds like abuser language to me. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I think people just assume that people who don't get vaccinated are just like doing it for selfish reasons or doing it just to be contrarian or doing it. um, Right. Like, you think I woke up and was like, I'd love to be excluded from everything now for the rest of my life. (laughs) Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, exactly. Like, no. no. It is, I was thinking last night about how we, I think, whatever the stat is, the amount of unvaccinated against COVID people, like 13% or whatever, we are like the Jedis, like nothing like I feel like my mental power of like communing with myself is mm-hmm. so strong because it's like y- y- we have prevailed against the strongest peer pressure, institutional pressure, educational pressure, entertainment pressure, like social media, everything to hold on to that voice inside mm-hmm. that says, no, I don't, I don't think this is right. Someone might, uh, and like, I think this is where I differ from whatever, obviously everyone's opinion is different, but like people who think that this is a great, right choice for them, like amazing. Yeah. And it's funny because like those people are the people that I have in my life and they actually don't give a fuck about what I do because they trust that I'm going to make the right decisions for myself. Right. And why is it sometimes I'm like because this is all I think about but then sometimes I'm like why is this actually a thing like why is this so complicated and hard to understand and why is there like so much pushback and when will it when will it end like on people who aren't getting vaccinated well and this is why I pose that question of like what makes a person healthy because I'm genuinely curious like where people think health derives from because as someone who has stepped out of the allopathic paradigm of codependency on the healthcare system to feel well like and that was not again not something I just like woke up one day and decided to do um it was like yeah years of learning and unlearning and deconditioning and all the things but anyways you know I'm genuinely curious about like what motivates or like what informs people's perception of like feeling well because for me now this is just like an intuitive like visceral connection that I have with my body of like I know when something's wrong I know when something's about to be wrong and by wrong I mean like not at optimum existence um and what even is wrong (laughs) well we'll talk about that a lot as the as the season goes on with different guests and things but um you know, it's like apparent to me that like a lot of people think that if you're sick, you're going to keep being sick until you go to the doctor and they give you a prescription that makes you better. And like, or if you're sick, you're, yeah. Or if you're sick, you're going to die. Like, well, I think that's what it is right now because of the fear mongering that has surrounded the current situation. But I think like, you know, in general, 
I like, there's so many people in my life who, you know, I've had people reach out to me recently who have, um, like strep throat and, um, UTIs and colds and sinus infections. And like their default immediate thing is like, oh, I think I have a sinus infection. I need to go to the doctor and get an, and get an antibiotic or get a steroid or whatever. And it's like, what if you, what if you didn't think you had to do that? Right. And, and what if you what if you knew how your body worked and you knew what was going on and how to support it? Like there's yeah. a huge um lack of like body literacy, obviously. And I think right. that's like so apparent in the whole COVID thing because the only solutions that I mean, literally you go on the CDC website, which I do all the time, and it's like <laughs> we have the tools to fight COVID, masks, boosters, vaccines, and testing what? Like, why is no one talking about what actually happens in your body when you have these symptoms and how you can support your body? Like, I think there's this stereotype, there's so many stereotypes, we could unpack this for hours of people that aren't getting vaccinated. And one of them could be of just, um, like, like you don't believe it's that bad or like you're in denial, you're like a COVID denial person. Right. How about, I, I would like more options being given and more research being done on how it's affecting the your body and how you can support that without just resorting to masks, testing, vaccines, and boosters. What the fuck does testing do to make you feel right. better? Right. Like, well, and they're all reactive things. Even right. the masks, like people think like, oh, that's a preventative, like, thing. It's like, no, it's not. It's reacting to assuming right. that everyone is sick. It's this have to, insane like, like conditioning of othering and alienation and separation right. and isolation. And like truly, if you know anything about the nervous system, like those are all things that are going to terrorize it. Yeah. And weaken your immune system in the process. So it's like anybody who is like like super like angry on either side of like about pro vaccines or no vaccines or whatever like I do not listen to them because like I can tell they are in a state of imbalance and like their nervous systems are like fired up me (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I mean my default is just like angry it's fine well, um, Mars, Mars and Leo, you're just the Martian bucket. Less the Martian bucket. Yeah, no, but I mean, truly, like, I know I have mean. no time to like get into fights with people about things. Yeah, because like it's not worth it to me. Like people who are upset are going to keep being upset. I'm not going to change anyone's mind, and I'm not trying to. Like yeah. I want you to make a decision for yourself. There are people in my life who, mm-hmm. absolutely, they were like, I will have terrible anxiety and insomnia about COVID until I get fully vaccinated. And I'm like, yep. okay, then if that's the, if that's the best option for you, that's, what's going to help you sleep at night, literally totally. figuratively, like go for it. Love right. That. And yeah. also people in my life who have like chronic illness or, you know, have like experienced chronic. <laughs> what even is health. illness? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but like ha- live in that state or, you know, have had surgeries or interventions that have left their mm-hmm. have left their their immune systems compromised mm-hmm. like all these things like yeah if you don't feel in a state of like optimum health and aren't working towards that every day yeah you should probably go do mm-hmm. that go yeah. do that because if you're not willing to put in the time and energy 
or like can't with your current life, like that's fine. Again, that's your prerogative. It's about what you prioritize. Yeah. You know, I prioritize my health and well-being. And if other people want to prioritize their career or their families or whatever, mm-hmm. like that is fine. But that is a choice you are making. Mm-hmm. You can't judge me for actively working with my body every single day of my life uh-huh. and checking in and boosting it and like whatever. Like all the things like you cannot judge me for that because right. I mean like truly people around me in my life who like do not care about health and do not think about health, but they're fully vaccinated or whatever. Like I should be mad at them because they're like, they're detrimental to my health. I mean, this isn't how I think anymore, but to use their logic, to use use their their logic, logic. like that is what is happening. Right. How many biodiverse plants did you eat last year? Right. Because I ate 217. (laughs) You know, like... Dr. Fauci be like, what the bio the right I know, I know, it's insane. And like my 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 dad brought up a good point because he is vaccinated and everyone in my family and is and respects me and knows my dedication to my health and everyone that's like I got vaccinated so I could be around my family. I'm like, well, like maybe you should get a new family because I am, I know that I am the healthiest thing for my family, not just me, but I mean like us being together and like Mm -hmm. presence and my nervous system regulating others. And like Mm -hmm. whenever, you know, I was, I've been home for the past six months and um, whenever someone in my household is getting sick, which, huh, interesting. I'm only not vaccinated one, but I never got sick. Huh? Um, <laughs> not in multiple years. <laughs> they all are like, you know, Emily, what should I do? Because, and it's not like a, it's not like a save me. It's like, I know that you know a lot about the body and are very passionate about health. Yeah. What's going on in my body and what can I do to support it? And like, that's who I am for my family. But anyway, so my dad brought up this point. He's like, we are two years in and why is no one talking about how to like manage COVID symptoms at home and how to make yourself feel better? Like all it is, is get tested and stay at home and stay in your room. Like how freaking crippling. And like, I've tried to bring that up to people because I think that's such a, a baseline. Everyone should agree on that argument of like, look at the one messaging that's coming through. Like, why is there not more messaging about like, okay, these are the things that, you know, these are some of the symptoms that you might experience. And here are some ways that you can um, support that and make yourself feel better. Like, but no one's talking about that. It's just like, oh, you got it. Test, wear a mask, stay in your room. Don't come out until this amount of days. And like, good luck. That's terrifying. If that's all I knew, I might be ready to get a Mm -hmm. vaccine. Like, if, yeah. if that was well, being posed as the solution. And I'm wondering, like, it's interesting because people are so afraid of COVID and they're getting vaccines to stop it or whatever. And, but like, if I was really afraid of COVID, that still wouldn't stop me from being mad that there was no guidance. If right. I was genuinely afraid, like, I would be like, well, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I'm not going to keep being this damsel in distress to the CDC. You know, like, 
<laughs> how she loves that. That's what he wants. That's so but, true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, really, like, why aren't like why aren't people upset about that? I don't care what side of the vaccine argument you're on. Like, that is when people they start to fawn too. Like, they kind of lose their argument and they're like, "Well, we just this is how it's going to end." And I'm like, "You are in a trauma. Like, you are in an abusive relationship with the government because no, no really, it's, it's not I mean, how it's, it's going to end. It's Stockholm syndrome. It's like you start sympathizing with your abuser." because that's all you have. Right. But people listening, if you care, like you don't have to settle for that. Like there is so much more available to you in terms of wellness and wholeness. And so much of it is just innate and unto yourself. Right. Fauci ain't going to do it for you. There are other men out there. Yeah. We should ask him what, um, what animal, what his favorite animal is. (laughs) He'd be like, He'd be like, a what's, snake. What's the most <laughs> sterile animal? <laughs> God. Yeah, okay. I kind of do want to address some common, I'm like, I'm like, oh, my, my platform is back. Um, I want to address like some common thing, misconceptions maybe um, about us, people who choose to not get vaccinated against COVID-19. Um, just like the common arguments, like it's just interesting watching because people go straight for the, you're selfish, you don't understand science, you're not smart, I trust science, I trust the experts, and like, I'm a good person. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you actually just said literally nothing. Like that does not answer why I should and or should not get right. it. Right, it's like opinion. me saying like, I'm an Aquarius sun, Capricorn moon, cancer rising. Um, like, yeah, these are all things that I am. Doesn't mean you have to change your life accordingly. Yeah. And please and also, don't. Like you're, you're just admitting that you're doing something out of um, like a social pressure. Like, right. I, there are some people that I, that I know and really respect and that, you know, I've said um, like, I, really trust the mRNA, whatever. And like, this is like, I looked into it and then this is like the best thing for me. And like, they can tell me X, Y, Z. And it's funny because those people are not the ones that are like up at night thinking about how I'm ruining their lives because I'm not vaccinated. Um, And I know you're out there. (laughs) There are people out there that have a voodoo doll of me. and yeah, I'm just like, well, what is that about? Like what, well, I know what that's about, but like the people that they don't really have a reason as to why they feel very much like they had to change their lives around. And so, um, you know, and they've lived in this trauma response and they just want it to get over with. And the only answer that they see is that everyone else do exactly the same thing mm-hmm. that they do, because that's the only reason why it will work. And where are the people that are keeping it going and so why don't you just shut up and do what you're told like I had to, and then I'll feel better about my life that I've wasted for the past two years and we can all be miserable together. Yeah. I mean, even that notion of like, they're mad at us because they have had to change their whole lives and the pandemic's not ending because people like us aren't getting vaccinated. And it's like, your life didn't have to change. Mm-mm. You made that decision. My life isn't different. 
Right. Sure, I can't go see live staged theater, but other than that, I'm fine. Right. And like the argument to that, right, is like, well, you're just selfish. And to that, I respond, like, I am not sick. Like, I am not ill. Like, if I was sick, then I wouldn't be, whatever, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Like, or I would take care of myself or whatever. Like, the other part of this is, is seeing healthy people as a threat or, like, seeing not sick people as a threat. Well, and I think that's part of the trauma response of like, yeah, they have changed their whole lives. They haven't gone to Christmas. They haven't seen their family in years. They haven't like all these things. They're wearing masks. They're not leaving their house, all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, they see us and we're just like living our lives happily, like out and about and we're well. And so of course, like, yeah, I would envy that person and I would project onto them my like anger at like not being able to see my family for two years. But it's like, again, that is a choice you are choosing to make. Nobody is forcing you to stay inside your house. And it's not like you're not going to get a badge of honor for doing that because guess what? Y'all are still sick. Guess who's not? Yeah. And we talk all the time like about health on both individual and social scales. Like this Mm -hmm. is not a like, oh, well you are healthy, like, good luck. Just like try to get healthy. Like, you know, people call me now, like all these new names that I've been calling, like, huh, ableist. That's a new one. Like, okay. Um, So people say, you know, it's a privilege to be healthy. And I agree with that. It's a major privilege to be healthy. I have, I have prioritized my time and my money and my energy to focus on my health. And I've been able to do that because I have had opportunities and time and people in my life, like very, um, serendipitous and also like on my behalf, like just what I've been able to prioritize my life. And why is that it? Like, if you care about the health of the collective, why is it a bad thing for someone to be healthy just because it's a privilege to be able to do so. Like, don't you need healthy people to be serving in your communities and to be showing other people how to restore health? And you need healthy people to be caring for the sick and to be educating. And like, I feel like it's this war on like health privilege and like wellness Mm -hmm. privilege and this individual. And it's like, but how else do things change if not at the individual level? And like, how would you ever know what health looks like if you've never seen a healthy person? Like you are allowed to exist and like be an example for others and have it not be like a, a, a privilege, right? Absolutely. And I mean, even like the war on people who are healthy and thriving, like, obviously this tales all the time like people who aren't will like envy that and again like project onto it and it's like this is available to you yeah if you choose it you know what I mean and it like you don't have to you know be on a hundred supplements and you know go to Reiki and go to yoga and all these things to be healthy like again like what if everything you knew about health was wrong? Mm-hmm. Like truly. And, you know, we're going to be talking with um, 
we have a guest coming up talking about German new medicine um, for those who want to get a little head start. Um, and it's like, you know, coming from this place of like, what if everything you believed that made you sick didn't actually make you sick, but was working with you to reach a state of like equilibrium and wholeness? Uh Like, what if that were the case? What if there was no such thing as disease? Uh Like imagine like, and you can choose to believe what you want to believe and create and live and manifest a life that is in accordance with that truth. And so, like, don't go around mandating things because guess what? Your mandates do not respect my lived experience because it's not a one-size-fits-all. It's truly not. And, you know, like, again, back to, like, doctors being consultants, like, a doctor can, like, tell me to do something and guess what? I don't have to do it. Yeah. He can tell you how many prescriptions I've thrown away. Uh Uh-huh as I walk out of the office. Yeah. And I don't even like see doctors anymore, but like that was like even prior. Mm -hmm. And And it's like the whole thing about like protecting the vulnerable, like, oh, we're doing this to protect the vulnerable. It's like, well, what is that going back to the definition of words? And again, like if we have different definitions, it's not going to work. Like, what do you mean by protecting the vulnerable? Because when everyone was staying in their homes to protect the vulnerable, I was literally in my community, serving the vulnerable, being with mothers, being with, like, taking care of children, like, where were you? Like, that is how I look to protect the vulnerable. Like, my whole life is dedicated to protecting the vulnerable. I don't do that by, it's just insane to think, like, oh, the new way to protect the vulnerable is to, like, inject something into your own body. What the what? Like, how yeah. do you not see that that is a marketing campaign? That yeah, is you know, not real. You know what's a privilege is to be able to shut yourself away in your house for months on end. Yeah. You know, for real. to have enough food, to have, you know, a mm-hmm. job that can go remote, like all that, like that's a privilege, you know? Yeah. And like, meanwhile, the rest of us are on the ground, like trying to help people who aren't being given any other tools to feel like confident in their ability to survive you know we're giving them tools we're giving them like remedies we're giving them insights about like how to do that and that they can do that and also just like affirming that like your body is not a dangerous place to live Uh like I can't tell you how many times I've just been like your body is a safe place to live like on Instagram and people are like wow thank you for saying this like nobody is saying this right it's like that's all it takes just to like give people like one deep breath out of the day yeah you are not inherently flawed like you are designed to thrive we have mentioned so many times and being sick has become this like like oh my god like when I get sick like I'm going to die and that brain that process of thinking is enough to like make your symptoms 10 times worse you know like and I think the other thing is like yeah I talk so much probably annoyingly amount about like how I haven't been sick whatever and also People I are like weird flex, but okay. Weird flex. <laughs> um, I also like, am not scared of getting sick. Like I've, I've stayed yes. out of the, right. the fear propaganda, whatever of like, yeah, like I'm scared. And you know, people like to threaten like, Oh, like li- literally someone said to me, 
um, well, when you need a breathing tube, I'll, I'll, I'll happily administer your breathing tube and like see you there or something. Cause I was like arguing with this nurse and I'm like, wow, that like to think that it's some sort of like weird self-imposed punishment that I wouldn't seek the care from the medical system or like, you know, the tools in the medical system. Yeah. The audacity I thought that I needed one. Yeah. And I mean, you see that in the birth world too, like um, when women are giving birth at home and they're like, well, you know, if anything, if I see anything or feel anything that feels off, like I'll, I'll do what I need to do in that moment. Like there are, there are cars, there are phones, like, and people just being like, oh, well, when, you know, when your baby dies, like, good luck. Like, how dare you think that I'm not capable of making the decision that's right for me in that moment. Right. Yeah. And threatening me. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, like that's like, someone recently asked me like, what do you say when people ask you why you're mm-hmm. not vaccinated? And I was like, honestly, nobody asks me that. Right. Because I don't have those people in my life. And also my life hasn't changed. Like I don't, whatever. But if someone were to ask me that, I yeah, would probably would first respond with, what a strange question. <laughs> I've said that countless times. People have been like, or like when the vaccines first came out, people were like, have you been able to get vaccinated? Because, you know, they mm. went in those like waves and people were like, oh, I forgot fighting about tooth and nail to like be in the, that was fun. Whatever groups yeah. they got, whatever. And, um, and that wasn't yeah. Hunger Games esque at all. Yeah. What a privilege. What mm. a privilege. Right. Um, yeah. And so I would literally be like, what a strange question to ask. Because, like, truly it is. I think people, like, are so unaware of how weird that is. They need to be reminded. But well, anyway, I can't believe we lived through that. Like, we actually lived through that time when every single person was like, are you vaxxed? Are you vaxxed? Are you vaxxed? Like, I feel like the conversation has changed a little bit because everyone, like, assumes now. But wow, yeah. we really had to keep saying no, 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 no. Yeah. No. Like, other than that, like, I just say, like, because I'm not afraid of getting COVID. If I was afraid of getting COVID, I'd get vaccinated, but I'm not afraid of it. Right. And I'm not going to apologize to anyone for not being afraid Mm. of that. Mm -hmm. Like it's true. If I can, it's not because I don't think I'm going to get COVID. I don't know. I don't care. But if I did get it, like, again, I believe and trust wholeheartedly in my body's capacity to deal with it Mm -hmm. and I'll work with it. However, I so choose to make that happen. So, you know, yeah, again, like the debunking of the assumptions and stereotypes of our kind. And and people think, again, I've just had so many conversations that I can hear the rebuttal. Like people think that the vaccine is or consider it a preventative care. And so they're like, well, same, but I'm still going to do everything I can to protect myself. And I think that's just where like you're allowed to make your own decisions about that. Like some people might choose to take supplements every day. Some people might choose to exercise every day. Some people choose to go to therapy and it's just like, it, the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, this is so dumb to talk about. Cause it's like so obvious. Yeah. yeah. But then people too are like, well, you've gotten so many vaccines in your life. Like, well, I've never gotten the chance to choose if I could have one before. So exactly. now is my time. And it's our time to shine, baby. <laughs> it's our time to shine. 
And then, um, like, to your point, when you were saying, like, I'm not scared to get it, like, I wonder, you know, I'm sure there are people like that, but then um, their jobs and their schools and, you know, other, it, it just started to become a requirement. Right. And that is where I feel like I really kicked it up a notch because it's like, okay, well, well, now it's becoming like a, you don't get to tell me what I can do, what I need to do to my body. Like, yeah, this is where it gets personal. And for some people it's like, well, I was going to lose my job if I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's fine. If you're, but you are, you are choosing to prioritize keeping your job over not getting vaccinated. And like, again, that is a choice you're allowed to make. And I don't get mad at me because I said, okay, fine. I'm quitting my job. Right. And I will fight for you to not have to do that. Like I will stay angry about that for you. Like Mm -hmm. that is messed up. And like, that's messed up that people have to make that choice. Yeah. And that's like where I feel like a lot of the argument stops too, is like people come up against kind of like their last resort or they're like so backed into a corner or they're just like running out running out of options and they're just like, I have to do this thing. And then they like lose the will to like fight or to, they, they lose, or I guess there's no point in to them. Like there's no point in like arguing or fighting it anymore. The, 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 um, the reason why not to get it was not as prevalent as the reason to get it at that Mm -hmm. point. But, um, I mean, I think where like we're similar and where I definitely come in is like, I mean, all my life I've been involved in social justice work about not having to make people do things that they don't want to because of societal setups. And Mm -hmm. like, how is this not the same fucking thing? Like, no one should have to do something that they don't want to do. Well, and it's such like a, I mean, we talked a lot last season about like scarcity versus abundance mindsets. Like everyone's in this scarcity mindset of like, if I don't do this thing, then I'm going to die. Yeah. And you know, I have been like countless times throughout my life, the victim of doctors telling me, if you do not do this thing, if you do not take this drug, if you do not have this surgery, you know, like bad yeah. things will happen and it could be potentially fatal. And so like I've been in that that headspace more often than not over the mm. course of my life of being like if I don't allow this medical intervention to take place like I will die. I will go blind. I will like all these things. And I can tell you like even just like <laughs> like thinking about those times and like putting myself back in those spaces on my life like the anxiety is like returning because I'm like, yeah, that is such an awful, horrible place to live in. And it makes me so like upset to my core to know that that's what's happening to like mm-hmm. everyone right now. Like they're trying to force us into that, into that mentality, into that space of like desperation. And right. it's like, that is absolutely unfair and horrible. If the government wants to like, again, give advice or be like, Hey, here are the findings that we've had. Like make your decision. Guess what? This would be a totally different ballgame right now. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they want because that's not how they make money. Well, that's, and that's the other thing is like, 
I mean, it, it's rare that I even get to this place in a conversation with somebody to get to the point of like, well, you know, this is all business, <laughs> right? Like, but the people that I haven't right. been able to get there with, it's like, damn, like it's the same exact thing with birth. And like, when you were talking about the threats, it was just making me think of like the amount of times I've heard, like, if you don't do this, your baby's going to die. If you don't do this, you're going to die. And guess what? Every time they get someone to do something, they get a big fat check in their pocket. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, it's very interesting, like people like my dad that are business minded that have gotten the vaccine, but also are like, like from a money mindset, they're like, well, all of the actual um, medicines are being suppressed because they don't make as much money as like the masks and the testing and the boosting and the vax and the vaccinating. Um, and, and that's very obvious to them. And it's what makes people like my dad, like a pretty strong advocate against all this stuff, because it's like, they can actually follow the money. And if you're business savvy, you know exactly what's going on right now. Yep. Or else the messaging would have been what we've been talking about this whole time of like how to remain healthy instead of just like, let's conjure up all of this, um, all of this fear until we can roll out our perfect solution, which will make us trillions and trillions of do dollars. And on top of that, we will make it so that, well, one, it's required, but then two, um, you know, we won't even have to market it because because we will we will say that it's the solution to the end of the pandemic so that people will just force and try to manipulate others into getting it without them even having to do anything, which is right. brilliant. I mean, no, it truly is brilliant. It's like a like pandemic pyramid scheme. Like truly you have it's like people who, you know, bought all the essential oils and now they're stuck with them and they have to sell them. <laughs> or else they're like in the hole, right? And you know, it's like people have put all of their faith, they've put their entire life savings emotionally into trusting that this is the right thing to do. And it's like, yeah, of course they're holding on to it with an iron grip because it's like, well, if we if we don't believe this, then like what has the last two years been? That's the thing, right? You know, and but again, just like the essential oils or the leggings <laughs> or you know, all the other not pyramid the schemes of the year. <laughs> over the years like like it's not fair to everyone else that you made this decision two years ago to believe this way and you won't change your mind yeah yeah you're not that's the other thing like you're not open to being wrong you're not open to changing your mind I am very open to being wrong Yes. It's just funny how I haven't been wrong yet. <laughs> like, but actually, no, but, like, that no, is why true. I go on the CDC website all the time. Cause I'm like, yeah. I'm willing to, I'm like telling the universe, like I'm willing to be convinced. I'm oh my willing gosh. To Our lives would be more. so much easier if we were wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm very willing, but like, no, like there's nothing. There's literally nothing that yes. is like. Really nice. There's no substance. Like I just picture Fauci. Like he wakes up every morning and he's like, "How how do I maintain a semblance of reality?" Like he's just like crumbling, like withering away because like he didn't think people would latch on as hard as they did. And now that there's nothing to latch on to, they're just yeah. like, "Um, Joe Biden, like it's vaxxed or masked." Like that's all the president can say to you. Like. 
could never be me. Oh, there's so many layers we could go into. Like, women, why are you still fucking saying the phrase, trust the science? Like, the science has never included you. It's never nope. thought about you. It's nope. never been for you. Nope. Like, I, I mean, I've gotten a few, I've been able to kind of reach people with giving the example of the birth control pill and being like, you know how, you know, nine out of 10 women nowadays are like, yeah, I actually had a pretty fucked up experience on the pill. And they're like, kind of starting to talk about it now, even if they're still on it and utilize it, like women are more like, there's just more conversation now. Right. And, um, you know, like, like hearkening back to the origins of the pill and the money-making scheme that that is and what it actually does to your body. And see season two for an episode all about that. Follow the money. Right. And it's like, is there a time and place? And is there, um, can there be reasons women choose to go on birth control? Of course. Should they get informed consent? Of course. Should you know your history and your options? Of course. And can you actually think that these industries are for women? And for you, like you actually think that the government cares about you, like that is what blows my mind every day. It's like all these people that I used to be in community with that are yeah. that are like, yeah, don't trust authority, like fuck the government, like all of a sudden, like, do you see what you're doing? Like, what? Yeah. Like what happened to community care? What happened to on the ground work? What happened to social justice work? Now we are literally just like kissing Joe Biden's ass. <laughs> I can't. I truly would not wish that upon anyone. Like, well, okay. And, I thought and we hated the government people. Yeah. Um, no, but back to the, the money thing and like, you know, whatever, like the alienation and the, and the separation of people is truly a distraction by the government. Like, if you don't think that was a decisive part of this brilliant, brilliant marketing plan that they came up with, like to pin everyone against each other, like that's what purpose, like this all serves is like, if we keep people distracted by like putting them, like pinning them against each other in the DMs of Instagram. And like in the comment sections on YouTube videos, like then it will like buy us more time so that we can mm. keep like funneling out the vaccine propaganda. Mm -hmm. And there are people that are like, like you actually think that there's some plan in all this and you actually think that like people would do that. And it's like, do you know anything about <laughs> history? <laughs> about, and not even history, it's like, I mean, and, and we have been strong critics of the pharmaceutical industry way mm -hmm. before 2020. So that's the other <laughs> yeah. thing that people don't get is like, oh, like all of a sudden you like, oh, I bet you don't use Advil. Yeah, the fuck I don't use Advil. Yeah, truly, like, never. All of those. Um, never have I ever. <laughs> like, yeah, all those people that are like, oh, yeah, well, how like you don't know what's in your whatever. I'm like, I know what's in everything that yes. I use, consume. Mm -hmm. consume. So don't try to. Like maybe that argument would work on other people, but, um, yeah, people really be out here thinking we're like dumb. Like all of our decisions are arbitrary. Like, I know, I know. sorry, yeah, give me so, a little more credit. Right. Like we've been critiquing these industries for a long time. And so it's, it was very obvious what was going on because this is what goes on all the time in the pharmaceutical industry. And well, 
Yeah. And let me tell you, like my, one of my like life mantras is trust patterns, not people. Uh-huh. And like, I'm sorry, but this is the pattern. Right. This is how pharma operates. And our, our world, our country, I should say, is so unwell and dependent on pharmaceuticals that I quite honestly do not judge at all people that are dependent on pharmaceuticals because we are so far gone. Like there are people that you have to, you have to just be on the medications to like keep living at the pace that you're at. Right. But like, and you have to keep living at that pace in order to be able to afford the thing. Like it's this, it's this Mm -hmm. vicious cycle, but it's like, why aren't people mad about the fact that that's the reality that we live in? That's the thing. Right. That's the thing. You're mad at the wrong thing. This is why I'm saying it's like, it's all a distraction because the more we keep being mad at one another, then we don't have time to think about how we, how we're mad at the government. You're mad at the wrong thing. Yeah. You know? And like, not even the government for not supporting us. Yeah. Cause, but like, I know you, you're saying as in lying, like mm-hmm. not at the government. For well, lying. I mean like anyone that has like, um, power and authority and like voice yeah. over, like putting, like, like barring our capacity to like live life the way that we want to live. Right. You should, yeah, you should be get mad about that instead of getting mad at people that have realized that decided to quietly untangle like mm-hmm. i'm not out here like protesting yet i just like have quietly divested myself and invested in other things and like lived my life and then all of a sudden 2020 came along and it was like i'm the threat <laughs> like how about little old me a big old threat <laughs> in distress. <laughs> oh dr fauci come save me like like why am i the threat like you should look at why i've untangled myself from your threat like listen people you're giving us way more power than we're asking for like we don't want it just leave us alone right go make your decisions live your life how you please but like stop telling me that i'm living my life wrong and like, like everything's for safety i'm like you what even is fuck about safety? my safety? Right. Like this sign on the Loyola Chapel now, like for your safety, I'm like, hmm, there are a lot of people that were in that chapel when I was in that chapel that were impeding upon my safety. Like, <laughs> right. On many occasions. And lots of things that happened. I mean, and the like, chapel itself, the water damage, we know there was mold. Oh, see? <laughs> Like these words have been so wildly warped out of proportion. Like, and now everything can just be for your safety. It's for your safety. It's for your safety. You have never kept me safe. You have never kept me safe. If you're a woman on a college campus, you know that you have never been kept safe. Like why all of a sudden are we falling for this guise of safety? Because it's all we have. It's all that we are being offered. I'm and like it's a lot easier to just... Ex- bl- what? I'm like spinning into an existential crisis. Oh, no. Well, it's just like it's easier to blindly follow the CDC, yeah. you know, than it is to like actually think about what place you have in all of this and like right. how to think critically and how to... And like, honestly, subconsciously, I feel like people like know that there are other things to be done but like again we live in this society that's like run on like 
capitalism and grind culture and all these things, like we literally don't have the time or energy to think about how to live our lives differently and then to do that and then to like face the social backlash from everyone else about doing things differently. It's very sad. And that's like part of why I'm mad because I'm like, I spent so long doing this and giving up stuff and like living my life differently and sacrificing in other ways that to be told that, you know, now I made all the wrong decisions. It's like, no, I didn't. One of the clearest examples of all of this is the conversations we've had with nurses and healthcare workers. Mm -hmm. There's this expectation that like, we should apologize for how overrun the hospitals are. Which is an insane concept. (laughs) No, truly. Like, and you know, this is nothing against nurses or healthcare workers or whatever. Like, we love so many of them. Yeah. I'm truly sorry that you're not supported. Nope. Not at all. You're operating in a band-aid set up for some of the sickest people in the world. And when they get to, or, you know, in our country, and when they get to you, it's horrible. Like, but again, why are we not mad at the reality that people, there are that many people that are getting sick in the first place. It's like, I had a conversation with a nurse comparing it to the um, public school system. Like, Teachers are so burnt out, like even before the pandemic, just like burnt out, underpaid, juggling way too much. And we don't get mad at like homeschooling kids. Yep. <laughs> like we, at least back then, it was just like, yeah, like shitty superintendent, no one cares about teachers, like, um, you know, priorities of society are not there. And I feel like it can be applied similarly to healthcare workers. Like you're operating in a system that is designed to like fail you. Like there's so much that's not supportive for you on a macro and a micro level. Um, And what does that have to do with me? It has to do with you because when it's about you, then it doesn't have to be about them anymore. You know? Okay, true. You know, I shared when, what was it that the White House said? Like, oh, it, was to the, it was to the vaccinated. Um, happy holidays. And to the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe death and illness for you and all your loved ones. Why, thank you. <laughs> I read right. that to my whole vaccinated family and they're like no that's satire i'm like no no no. joe biden just like, yeah, said that i did the me. same thing i read it to my family and they were like they were like they didn't they didn't post that and i'm like I go, to the white, go to the white house website dot gov you know and i i shared that and i just said like land of the fear-mongering home of the gaslighting american flag and like i had people like reach out and it, it's like this is how sensitive like people are to it it's like i didn't say anything about covid i didn't say anything about vaccines i didn't say anything mm-hmm. about health i was just pointing out the fact <laughs> yeah just framing, I, was just, I was just framing the game to use improv terms you know i was just framing the game i was just <gasps> pointing out the fact that like this is absolutely absurd and also like i wasn't even pointing that out i was just acknowledging the fact that like the the white house the white house stated words that were literally 
Tell it, daddy like, Joe himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talking about daddy issues. Like, you know, like was literally gaslighting America. Right. In the Christmas season. Not you know? the Christmas season. Not in the Christmas season. But, you know, I mean, and Seriously. I was just pointing that out and people freaked out. And my DMs, they were just like, like, this is really, like, offensive. You really need to take this more seriously. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I need to take abuse from the, right. from the government more seriously. Like, I'm taking it seriously. Like, truly, someone more was serious like, than you know. Someone was like, what, well, what kind of messaging would you want to see? And I said... <laughs> Preferably nothing loosely veiled in abusive tactic. That'd be great. Right. Or nothing. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not the audience. Like I'm not, I don't know who their audience, (laughs) talk about marketing, talk about ideal client. I don't know who it is because it ain't me. Like if they truly wanted people that didn't want to get vaccinated to get vaccinated, please update your website. Please update your website. I go on there wanting a reason. Exactly. 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 Like, and this is how you know that it's like literally distracting propaganda to fuel fire for the people who are like already pledging allegiance to this mentality, right? You know, like that messaging was for vaccinated people. Yeah. You continue to make them mad at people like us for not getting vaccinated. Okay. That makes a lot of sense because it continues to be. The, the, yeah, the marketing continues to be for vaccinated yeah. people. That's they need so to keep. They need to Obviously, keep that's their clientele. Exactly, because again, it's not actually about getting vaccinated. You know, if it was about if it was about that, then they would be using again different tactics to motivate us to do it, or to convince us, or be putting out you know more evidence or all these things. But they're not. Well, Keely, they are safe and effective, but scientists are still trying to ter- determine the safety and the effectiveness of them, but they are safe and effective. (laughs) And science experiments are still being done to determine the safety and effectiveness, but they are safe and effective. Okay, that's the science. That's a direct quote from the CDC website, by the way. I know that it sounds like parody, but I'm telling you, if you take anything away from this episode, (laughs) go on the CDC website. Never thought I'd that's our that. that's our link in the show notes to the CDC website. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not about us. It's, it's about true. keeping the mad people mad. Yeah. Yeah. To buy time. And because you know, when you're mad, like you were saying earlier, when you're mad, when you're in fear, when you're in stress, like you will get sick. Yep. Your body is not in a calm, happy state. And the more people are (laughs) sick and continue to be sick, the more they're being funneled into hospitals and doctor's offices and pharmaceutical industries and, you know, getting boosted and jabbed left and right. And inflation rises, gas prices rise, all the things. So brilliant. Hats off to Fauci. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess a positive note is there have been a few people that have come back into my life over the past couple of weeks as I've gotten more and more vocal because it's just got more and more insane of being like, hey, like, eh, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, 
great. <laughs> like, welcome. And they're just like, I've been vaxxed and boosted. And like, why am I still being shamed? Like to be going out and like seeing my friends. And I'm like, because hmm, it's not about that. Like mm-hmm. people now I think are, um, starting to question things a little bit more like coming out of the fight or flight mode now and like I'm glad that I can be a person that like I'm not gonna judge or shame you or like I'm not gonna tell you that you're making the wrong decision or you're crazy like I will literally just talk with you about it and I've had some good conversations of people just being like so when is this gonna end because like I did everything that I was supposed to I'm like it's still not ending and I'm like huh imagine that yeah never saw that coming yeah I mean again you know do whatever you want to do people do whatever you want to do like I know we're like fired up about things but like truly like if this is the best decision for you make that decision. Just place your anger in the right place. Yeah. That is my, my plea. My anger is, has never been against vaccinated people. My anger has never been at victims in general. And I truly believe they're (laughs) victims of the pharmaceutical. Like, nothing has changed. Like people are out, people have said like, oh my God, like Emily, like you've changed. I'm like, one, how condescending to like think that I'm going to stay the same. And like, I have to stay, like remain in some version of you that you like had of me. Right. Like, sorry, I'm, I'm not continuing to meet your expectations of who I'm supposed to be to you. Right. Sorry, our relationship is maturing and evolving as I mature and evolve. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Um, and also like, I really feel the same way. Like I'm still passionate about the same exact things. I care about the same people. And like, there's just a new like reality and context in which to apply that. And like, sorry, this is unprecedented, but yeah. And there's a, there's like, it's bigger stakes. Like this isn't just like a little college protest. It's like (laughs) the stakes are big. Like, and, and if you are on the side if your opinions and your thoughts are being like validated by like every news outlet and the government and these pharmaceutical industries, like you are probably being scammed. Right. And again, to what you were saying, like when before, what did, was this okay? Right. right. We've all been against the powers that be. And now? Here we are. And now here we are. <laughs> Okay, how do we wrap this up? Give us a sketch. <laughs> I do this have a sketch. I do depressing. have a sketch about vaccines. Wait, you do? Oh, yeah, the wedding? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I had fun. It was a good conversation. Yeah, I need to, like, punch something. <laughs> See, that's my thing. Is like, I just, I don't even get upset because I literally don't care. Like, I don't care. I don't think about vaccines every day. Oh, my God. I don't know why I do Stop so Stop reading much. the CDC website. I know. Unless it's like for pure enjoyment. I think I just don't, I really don't like being misunderstood. I mean, no one does. Yeah. But I don't like that 
people have a very like boxed in mentality of they're told what to think of people that haven't gotten the COVID vaccine. And that's not me. And like, I don't like that people can't take the time to understand that. And like, I feel like I take the time to understand the other side a lot. Well, <laughs> good thing you live on the road now, so you can just back up and leave whenever you want. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not actually living on the road. I'm just getting like run out of town. <laughs> like two or three weeks rolls around and I'm like chased away. Emily Bruce, the outlaw. Who knew? Amazing. We're such a threat. Love that for us. I'm just like, again, like, we can't even enter churches. Like, we're literally. Oh my gosh. On multiple multiple levels. Emily and I have been kicked out of multiple churches in the last couple months. (laughs) We got kicked out. I got kicked out of a church for having. On on multiple continents, mind you. (laughs) That's our, like, our New Year's resolution is to, like, get out of, kicked out of a church on every continent. Oh my God. No. It'll be easy now. Boy. All right. Well, well, if you think, if you're thinking this way, or if you've had any thoughts, any, you know, critical thoughts that have popped into your head and you thought you weren't allowed to think them, like you're not alone and we're here and we trust your decisions. And we just ask that you trust us the same Mm -hmm. because we are adults. And that is how we strengthen each other's intuition by allowing allowing ourselves to trust ourselves and by trusting each other. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>